We join now by Mohammed Nala, head of strategic research at NetBank CIB. Good morning, Mohammed, and welcome for the first time in 2017. Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners, and uh, I, I guess it's, I can just sneak in a happy New Year since I haven't <laughs> spoken to yourself and the listeners. Well, but I mean, it's, we're almost done with January. <laughs> yeah, only, only just now, Mohammed. Um, people still talking about um, uh, the U.S. Uh, inauguration of Donald Trump, and that, of course, was a key focal point with caution in the markets due to the uncertainty around trade policy. Yes, I mean, on Friday, and I guess also in the absence of any economic news, but even if we had had any material economic prints, the focus was always going to be on Donald Trump, uh, his inauguration, and the fact that he is now the commander-in-chief of the world's largest economy. Um, I must say, you know, watching the inauguration speech, uh, the, the general sentiment you picked up across the news wires was negative. Uh, it was saying that the uh, the new president uh, did very little to try and, uh, you know, effectively chart a middle road, try and chart a road that was slightly more diplomatic. The speech was seen as quite antagonistic, not just against Washington insiders and, 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 and his opponents, but also some of his Republican allies as well. And I guess that left a sense of unease uh, in the markets with regards to the fact that uh, President Trump will very much still deliver on the kind of rhetoric we had seen coming through on the election trail. And that was followed hot on the heels over the course of the weekend with commentary uh, effectively saying that he wishes to, 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 to disband the TPP, as you mentioned in your, in your introduction, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. But then I also saw a news story on the weekend saying that uh, he was going to call uh, his counterparts in Canada and Mexico uh, to start re-looking at NAFTA, that's the North American Free Trade uh, Trade Region. And so effectively this causing some of that unease around trade policy. Why do I say unease? Sakina, I mean, quite simply, you know, there's a lot of optimism priced into the markets with regards to some of uh, President Trump's pro-growth commentary during his campaign trail, uh, but that's certainly taking the back seat right now, and his more isolationist, protectionist stance coming to the fore, uh, that obviously leading market somewhat mixed, if not slightly negative, this morning. Indeed. And uh, just looking at what the currencies are doing, the rand stronger as the dollar weakens in, e- in Asian trade this morning? Yes, yeah, so, so a, a weaker dollar pretty much across the board. You're seeing it against all of your majors. And this seeming to help out emerging market currencies like the rand. It's helping out gold. So pretty much everything except the dollar in the shorter term. There was also, however, over the weekend, a, a story of the Chinese uh, adding more stimulus. I mean, this is not unexpected. It's very much in line with the, the, the Lunar New Year that they've got going on right now. Uh, and remember, late last year, a lot of people may have missed this, but the Chinese downweighted the dollar and the euro and some major currencies in their currency basket, and they included the South African rand as well as some other emerging market currencies into their currency basket. The rand currently weighted at around 1.8% in that Chinese basket. And so that ties us a lot more closely to developments in China. Uh, and, and this morning you saw Chinese markets a bit stronger on the back of that stimulus. I, I have no doubt that some of the strength coming through in the rand is not just related to dollar weakness, but you might be seeing some of that positive sentiment uh, out of the linkages with China also emerging. And then, of course, Mohammed, this week, um, most eyes will be on the South African Reserve Bank's uh, Monetary uh, Policy uh, Committee. Are we expecting those rates to be placed on hold? 
I certainly think so, Sakin. I mean, the reason I raise this now is obviously just in terms of what we're, we're looking at for the week ahead. Uh, it, it's slightly out of the norm because normally the market gets quite used to the Saab MPC coming through on a Thursday. Uh, this will be earlier this week just to accommodate the diaries of some of the MPC members. So it's actually going to be held tomorrow. That's, our, that's on Tuesday. The decision will be announced. Uh, and our expectation at NetBank is for, for rates to remain on hold at this point in time. Notwithstanding the big push you saw in inflation last week, uh, the fact that the peak wasn't with us and that the December number now looks as though it's the peak, uh, most people's inflation profile, our own included, has inflation tailing back within the 3 to 6% band during the course of 2017. And so that, I think, will factor into the Saab's deliberations. Uh, that, that would be my view for this week. And hopefully that does occur uh, could, uh, uh, could could very much be in line with market expectations that have flattened quite considerably with regards to the local yield curve.